Hello, listeners. Um, it's Philip here, and I'm excited to announce that our uh, your favorite podcast is back. Um, we're previewing the 2019 season, um, and it's actually a holiday special podcast um, today. We're going to give gifts to the top 15 ranked um, ATP singles players, and then uh stocking stuffers to a few others who we just want to give gifts to um with me are peter and mark um and before and before we uh start with tennis players we're going to talk about gifts that we've received in the past that we didn't really like that much at the time but turned out to be incredibly useful um peter let's start with you so uh, for me, it's more like what I used to despise receiving, but now if I received it, it would be like, oh, nice. And uh, the theme for me is clothes. I just remember being a kid and receiving socks and just wondering, like, who the hell thinks this is a good gift? Uh, like, I want my video game. I want my Nintendo. I want Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey, and this person's giving me socks. Um same with pajamas. I used to get pajamas probably, I used to get like at least two sets of pajamas every Christmas. And I was wondering like, how can I wear so many pajamas? I still have my unworn pajamas from last year. <laughs> now if someone got me pajamas, I, I, I would be pumped about it. What about you guys? Uh, yeah, so about pajamas, um, is there a distinction between like pajama tops and bottoms? Is there one you prefer more? I like the matching set and it can be shorts pajamas. It can be like long pajamas. You know, I want my seasons. Also, I just came up with a like business idea, which is for our just tennis themed everything company. Uh, pajamas and tennis felt like fabric. <laughs> so you... Or, do you think, or do you think pajamas should be the equivalent of the like, of the special drink cup that has all the previous winners and, you know, singles and doubles. Like, can you turn pajamas into kind of a portable sports factoid uh, fashion statement so that, you know, you're, like, expected to keep your pajamas on a little bit longer so people can digest a few more sports facts? I mean, is, is there some hope in that? Do you have a periodic table? Do you have math formulas? I mean, do we try to make them even you know, fashionable and, and, and functional at the same time. Um, Peter, what do you think? Or is that just too nerdy? I can, this, I, this I, I can entertain it. I can entertain it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm just hoping that our, our gifts, as creative and original as they are, don't include any shorts pajamas. <laughs> I'm actually yeah, in shorts be. pajamas right now, and I really like them. They provide an ego boost because, like, my balls are actually ha- dangling out from the bottom. Okay, from the Department of Wishful Thinking. That's good. So clearly, clearly, your testicular enlargement was the gift you liked at the time. No, I've just got Turned really out. long balls. Very good. That's pretty ballsy of you. Phil, have you said your gift yet, or is it just the testicular enlargement that's your favorite gift? No, no, I, I had one. Um, it was towels. 
Uh, my parents for high school graduation got all, all of my friends like monogram towels, and it seemed like just kind of a crappy <clears throat> gift, but they still use them. We're like thirty now, and people <laughs> still use these towels. Less likely to be used by somebody else than. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got two. There was there was a kid last year who gave me Hanukkah candles. He was one of my few Jewish students, and I'm like. You know, what are you trying to say here? Just because I'm a teacher, you think I'm incapable of buying candles for myself? <laughs> and uh, just kind of shoved them in a corner. In the ba- you know, like you have those gifts that you literally never take them out of the bag. Sometimes they're candles or candles or things of good. Uh, uh, tea bags or whatever. And, uh, and sure enough, came the first day of Hanukkah, I didn't have any candles in the house and I pulled those out. And then the second is that toiletry bag. Again, I always feel like I'm a little too proud. To fill up a whole toiletry bag, like you know, all I, I can always buy a toothbrush or toothpaste wherever I'm going. But I've had I've had a monogram toiletry bag for the last eleven years. Proud to take it wherever I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, toiletry bags. Yeah, um, they're uh, yeah they're shockingly useful. What's the call in putting non-toiletry items in a toiletry bag? Do, do you tr- also try to get a pair of socks just to try to take full advantage of the space? Uh, I mean, you guys don't have to bring a hairbrush anymore. So uh, do we try to fill up the extra space? Do we put a book in there? What, how do you fill up the extra space sometimes in your toiletry bag? Yeah, so I'm always scared that, like, like uh, actually, I used to be scared that shampoo would like overflow because that happens sometimes. Um, but luckily, I don't need to carry shampoo anymore. Um, yeah, I, my toiletry bag seems to always be full. Um, I think it's just because I I uh, I uh, carry a lot of uh, moisturizer that um, you know is supposedly face cream but yeah supposedly for uh for for faces so for the same reason that peter wears pajamas (laughs) (laughs) so so speaking of moisturizer i was hoping that david goffan is in the top top 20 top 15 he's not but maybe we can find a way to get him a gift as well um you know i know that everybody should we start with our should we kick off with our honorable mentions yeah, yeah, I think well, that, I think Goffan is one of your honorable mentions, Mark. Yeah, Goffan's a great uh, a great person, very deserving. He definitely needs the stocking stuffer. Uh, he needs probably some stuffing in general. Uh, I know that <laughs> Philip gave him a bottle of moisturizer. Mark, you can you can provide the stuffing when he's sitting on your knee because you're you're Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll we'll figure that out a little bit later, but. Uh, but he definitely needs another bottle of moisturizer. He spent a lot of time injured last year. And we know what time in front of the TV leads to, especially if you have a little bit too much spending money on your hands. So, uh, <laughs> pun, pun intended. So I think a bottle of moisturizer will come in very handy for him. Uh, very, very handy. So that, that'll be my stocking stuffer. There's probably a little bit extra room in his stocking if you guys want to add something to that. Um. Peter, do you have anything to add for GoFan? So I think um, maybe a he's Belgian, right? Yeah. So maybe a weekend trip up to Amsterdam to have his first tour. 
<laughs> you think he'll ever come back? Um, I actually Brussels. liked Brussels, but yeah, yeah. Amsterdam's better. I, I think that's 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 solid. So I, I think he'll appreciate it, and hopefully, it'll show in his results. Yeah, he might even. Peter, what what about your stocking stuffer? So, um, this is more than a stuffer. It's um, my first one is for Taylor Fritz, and he. One of the things about him that's uh, noteworthy is that he is religious enough to have had a child at 19. And so he's that religious and he's um, getting to be pretty wealthy. One of the things I often, I, I, I think of as just sort of the classic, very wealthy religious person move is to adopt an African child. <laughs> and so I'm going to give him an Ethiopian child. Yeah, good for Taylor. Yeah, that's a good gift. I think he'll appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll see that one coming, but he'll definitely appreciate it. And I think that'll be good for his. It'll be good PR. I think he'll have a lot of fans in in Sub-Saharan Africa, and that's important based yeah. on the amount of tournaments that are played there. Yeah, yeah. Taylor's brand is going global. Yeah. Um, that's going to be tough, tough to tough to match. Philip, you, you have anything for me? So for Stan, Stan is no longer in the top uh, 15 just because he was injured all last season. Um, and yeah, one thing I really respected him for was uh, breaking up with his wife and starting to date a 19-year-old. But that was like four years ago, and his girlfriend is now 23. And so he needs to like um, renew, get a new lease, you know? Like, And I think one one thing he can do to attract the younger ladies is get a varsity jacket um <laughs> like I, I i hear freshmen really love like when seniors wear varsity jackets so that's one thing that i think uh sand could use does it have like the superman s on it or something different yeah yeah it would have a letter yeah probably yeah like yeah the super the superman s and yeah maybe swiss flag colors um but yeah, yeah, I think I think he could really be creative with it. I like I like the way you think. Uh, so is is there anything you know we didn't include him in our list, but maybe he could be kind of an alternate to the stocking stuffers. Is there anything that you would get for uh, Milos Raonic? Raonic. Um, he had a nice little climb up the ladder last year, but you know he didn't quite break the top fifteen. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I don't really feel like giving Granich anything. Like uh, I sort of like it when he's out of the top fifteen, and so um, yeah, I would just say keep doing what you're doing. The one who how I about, how about Diego Schwartzman, who's also outside of the top fifteen, apparently. Yeah, yeah, Schwartzman's the one I. Um, he's one of my favorite players. Um, because he's like a five seven two, um, and along those lines, like okay, he's about maxed out his potential, and so <laughs> he really needs um, the thing that would really push him over the top. I think is high heels. Um, like if he had like like four inch heels, he could, you know, be be serving at the 
the six foot angle rather than the five seven angle and really probably get a much better angle on a serve. You think it? Is? I like the call for tennis players to to serve off like track and field starting blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea for Rayanich. I would print out his letter to himself from two years ago when he was number three in the world and put it in his stocking. Yeah, that was a painful letter. Uh, Speaking of stuff, number three in the world was mediocre. What's number 18? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he thinks more is more. (laughs) So I have one more gift. I want to give, I was just looking at the the uh, top 25 and for Roberto Bautista Agut I want to give him some consonants I feel like he's just there's just too many vowels and I think that all those vowels makes his head swim a little bit so I just want to give him like three or four more consonants which one if that makes sense for uh, something to heavy up the words I guess some C's and some something like Bautista or Bautista I mean, I what about the, the double L? The double L or the N with the like uh, with the like squiggly line over it? Okay, the N, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I just think it makes with all those vowels, he feels a little bit feminine. I think he carries it out on the court. So, in, between the A and the U in his le- in Bautista, Banutista. <laughs> Banutista, there you go. <laughs> 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 oh, you want to be that precise? It's fine. Let's think of it. He bought an ad, you know, in Wheel of Fortune, and he got three for his money. So that was good. <laughs> All right. Um, now, maybe speaking of people who need a few more consonants, uh, I guess let's start at the top here. I can, so I, I got a second honorable mention. Well, what, we, what's your honorable mention, Peter? So Sangha, I just don't have much hope in him continuing. Um, like I've, I have a feeling this is his last year. And so in preparation for retirement, um, I want to give him a sort of Harry Potter-esque dynamic magic map, which overlaid on it is the, um, the, the whereabouts of the models in his uh, city. <laughs> <laughs> He is recently married, but, but it's not a bad place yeah. to know where they are. And the stocking stuffer is uh, 10 free passes from his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of stocking stuffers, yeah. You could probably stock a few stuffings with that. Or stock a few stockings, stockings with that. <laughs> Maybe stock some stuffings as well. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that would be very generous of his wife. Um, to you know, um, he may regift it, but who doesn't have to use them all at once? That's the thing, you know. Sometimes there's a a late. Who would be most eager to accept that regift? Um, probably Murray. <laughs> yeah, Murray maybe. Uh, yeah, Joker. Joker. Yeah, Joker. Joker would be totally absolved. <laughs> Because he he would use them retroactively. Yeah, Verdasco, Verdasco definitely needs something <laughs> too. He might need a hundred. Yeah. Okay. So what about our so our main event, the top fifteen? 
Um, Mark, you you seem like you're revving to go. So so what do you have in store? Well, I mean, speaking of those days, or whatever you want to call them, the fast passes, because I think he needs, Russia right now seems to have a little bit of a vendetta against him after he, like, me too, Kachanov at at Wimbledon, because I think two of his, he didn't lose much, you know, after the French Open, but I think two of those losses were to Russian players, so I think that a Russian mistress might, you know, build up his fan club a little bit more. Uh, He can't just rely on the French crowd to win every tournament, I mean, it helped him a lot this year, but to have some other Europeans cheering for him as well. Yeah, yeah, Novak has relied so much on the French, um... Yeah, and I would also sort of, um, I would give him like a, uh, uh, a gilet jaune vest, like a yellow vest, just, just as like an honorary one, because for the last five weeks in Paris, like the protesters have just been mourning his defeat at, uh, the year, at the, uh, when was his defeat? Was it Shanghai or Paris? Yeah, yeah, in Paris in the Bercy tournament. Yeah, yeah, they've been upset, really upset. I mean, too much so, and then he didn't play the next week, wherever that tournament was. So, yeah, <laughs> and it's a good call. Yeah, um, cool. Peter, do you have uh, anything for Rafa? Not at all. Um, Hmm. Nadal. Yeah, someone, someone else take this one. I, yeah, I got I, it. I wrote down. Actually, I, I would get him an engagement ring. I think, I think he's got to. <laughs> I think he's got to take off the training wheels a little bit. Do you think and, he'd uh, say yes if you proposed? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it'd just be nice. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know he's. You know, now that Craig's off the market, I figure he's got to. You know, it might be time. Might be time. I, I think. I just think, even if he doesn't actually have the wedding, I think just the whole storyline. You know, the amount of times that they will, um, the camera will pan off. You know, the rest of the people in his box chewing their nails and pan to his fiance. I think he'll get. He might even get some free passes. He can use some of Sangha's passes if he just at least proposes to her. So that would be that would be something I'd give him. Because he just doesn't want to get distracted. He probably doesn't have a freaking clue what to buy in terms of these rings. I don't think any of them do. So the whole idea of just at least having the engagement ring in hand, just save a little time and effort. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't know if he wants to get married or not, but it's about time for him, I guess. It's like seven or eight years. Um, yeah, one thing. Djokovic now both have children who are, old enough to remember them winning their championships. Yeah. Uh, one thing I would give to Rafa is just, like, I would give him, like, from Nike that he never has to wear pink again because Nike just always wants him to wear pink. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I just don't like Nadal in pink. Uh, I prefer him in, like, black or blue. Yeah, Nadal's a beast in black. Black, blue, and red. Red is, like, the Spanish color. But yeah, he's just always in pink, and it's just kind of annoying. Uh, yeah, it's a good call. Good call. What my, my him is uh, is just 
uncreatively tennis-related, I want to give him a big win against Novak in a major. Yeah, that's uh, he needs that. Like that, that that's the thing that would be like the sweetest gift. And especially if it was like not the French, if it was like a non-clay court major too. Like if he beat Novak in the finals of the Aussie, like that could really rejuvenate him. Yeah. Um, what about Federer? Yeah, you got. Let's start with you guys. I have something that's non-tennis related. So if you guys have something tennis-oriented first, let's start with that. Um, tennis oriented, I would get him like cartilage, like transplants. <laughs> He's just like this season, he just suddenly got old. And, um, I think it really showed in his loss to Millman. Um, and like he got to the finals of the world tour. Like, like he got to, no, he, no, he lost to Sparrow. Um, he, he did well in the world tour finals and did well enough at the end of the season. But like, you can just sort of see that I just don't see him winning another grand slam. And, uh, yeah, the only way he gets back to glory is if, he finds young legs again. It's a good call. Yeah. Peter, anything? I would get him... Um, let's see. I would get him... Well, let, me, let, me, let me throw um, in my idea first, and then you guys no. tell me if you want to add anything to it. Okay. So I, I would get him a tattoo. You know, one of these... Um, one of these like Japanese uh, anime, you know, kind of ninja styled Japanese underworld type of tattoos, because I just think he like his image is just too, too, too clean, too, too Lord, you know, Fauntleroy right now. And I just think like a total extreme image makeover where maybe he gets some punk rockers cheering for him. Uh, you know, uh, people who never, who always thought that tennis was just some snooty elite of sport. And then they'll say, oh, you know, here's some guys with tattoos, Green Street hooligans, you know, he's one of us. So I would get him, I guess, maybe a sword or a set of nunchucks or something as a tattoo. <laughs> he could be seen but in a different light. Yeah, and he's got a very good uh, singing voice as well. So maybe his, like, reinvention could be as a rock star, um, which is sort of the inverse of how a lot of people do it. A lot of people will do their, like, art career and then... Uh, and then get a haircut and put on a suit and do something more generic. Uh, Federer has his, has his like a uh, money-making career and then he can retire and, and become a rock star. Uh, my, my gift is a hybrid of both of yours. It's half tennis, half, half sort of bad boy image. Um, I would get him a 60 minute consultation with Lance Armstrong. Um, and uh, sort of uh, really, really get organized the doping regimen to uh, extend his career that little bit longer. Yeah, I think yeah, number twenty one. Yeah, yeah, he could talk. He could talk to the Bryans about that as well. Whatever they. <laughs> what What about Sverev? Uh, do you all have one? Um, I sort of have one, but I, I need I need I need to get the words right. Do you have one? Yeah, I have one. Uh, 
Now, I decided it's tennis related. I was just thinking more indoor tournaments that seemed to agree with him. Uh, yeah, he played some, some probably his best tennis, even though he was bitching about how long the year was. He played maybe his two best matches of the year, the last two matches. Uh, so I think indoor tennis, maybe a, another, maybe see if it just rains so much in Australia that they have to play. Well, it doesn't rain much in Australia. Maybe at, the, at Wimbledon it rains so much that they have to play all the, all the matches indoors. That might work to his advantage. Probably. Yeah. So, he, may, uh, he may want to look into the blood doping as well. He's not great in a five-set match. So, so I sort of have something <laughs> along those lines that might improve it. Um, well, because uh, I think I would want to lock him in a room with a um, well-bred male dog. Just because he's such a bitch. Um, and, yeah. What about you, Peter? <laughs> so, um, I think taking... Mine overlaps tangentially with yours. Um, you know how dogs have those electric fences where if they go too far away, they get shocked? Yeah. Um, I, would, I would insert some sort of electric shock um, sort of chip uh, in uh, his, I guess, in his, like, arm That's or something. On his, like, necklace that he wears. Where, where he gets shocked every time he starts complaining to the ref. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. What about well, Del speaking, Potro? Speaking of, yeah, speaking of people that don't complain. So he's, I mean, talk about Zverev's foil. You know, if there's anybody, we should probably give any nice gift we wanted to give to uh, to Zverev and give it to Del Potro. So I, I was thinking like a battery pack. I think there's a, if he has to go four hours against the, you know, one of the top three or four, it's just a little bit. He needs some form of a handicap. I mean, he got, he got lost on the way to basketball practice and ended up at the tennis court <laughs> for cell phones and. And I ended up having to spend six hours at the tennis court, and somebody realized he went for it. But he's not meant for five or six-hour matches, at least not a series of them. So something to give him a little bit of a a turbo boost when uh, yeah, yeah, when you know when he just starts turning to wood. Yeah, and okay, yeah. Speaking of wood, yeah, like Del Potro, he always. He he's a big tree and he's fallen hard quite a bit. And so what I would do for him is just donate to uh, anti deforestation um, nonprofits um, and donate in his name. Those are those are great gifts. Um, I don't have anything super creative for him. I just always think of him as a simple man who would like something simple. And so I would just get him a nice juicy Argentine steak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The meat in Argentina, I'm sure I hear it's unbeatable. Um, yeah. What about uh, Kevin Anderson? Peter, you were in South Africa this summer. Yeah. Um, so, Kevin Anderson. Um, I guess I would get Anderson. I think of something like so. Um, 
I would get Anderson a uh, a sixty a sixty minute lesson from a very talented downtown woman in Johannesburg on how to carry his tennis bag on his head. African side, because I feel like most people don't even know he's African. Yeah, yeah, he could definitely be more African. Um, yeah, maybe like, yeah, something to jazz him up a bit. Just because his, like, I always see Anderson in the draw, I'm just like, oh, good player, but I hope he doesn't make it that far because he's just boring. So, yeah, if he just, like, were able to, like, grow his hair out and stick a pick in it or something, that would be that would be really good for his image, I think. Yeah. Um, is Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, uh, Mark is off for the next little bit. Uh, Peter, what about Chilich? Do you have, uh, do you have anything for him? Chilich. Um, let me think. I think, uh, I've got something. I would, I would give him like a gladiator helmet just cause I think he looks most like a gladiator of anyone in the top, like, uh, anybody in the world, actually. I've never seen anyone look more like just they were destined for the Coliseum than Marin Cilic. Yeah, although, like, uh, so I guess to pair with that, I would actually give him, I would also give him just a thunderous roar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the, intensity. That's, some, that's like the thing that he just doesn't, that I wish he had more of was just, uh, like Del Potro will roar sometimes, but Chilich just doesn't have that gear. He has like that little fist pump. Um, and team, I've got something for team. I think, uh, so his girlfriend, Kiki Mladenovic, um, she's like incredibly annoying to watch play tennis. Like she'll just like always like yell at the refs and just scream and, I don't know, she's just not much fun to watch, and I'm I'm sure some of that, like, probably translates um, to personal life, so I'd give him earplugs just for, like, those, like, invisible earplugs that he could just put in in moments when he would just, like, prefer for things to be quiet. Um, that's a very thoughtful gift. Yeah. Um, so my, my gift is um, more towards tennis, and I just find him... His highs are high and his lows are low. Um, he he could be a lot more consistent, and so I would get him a metronome. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because yeah, he's he's either making the the finals of Roland Garros or losing in an early round in Wimbledon and against Rafa in the U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, Nishikori, he's he's uh. He's number nine in the world. He he fought up from a, like a very low, like a mid twenties ranking um, to the top ten, so he had a pretty good season. But he's still having a tough time beating the big guns. Is there anything that um, you would give him that could help him, you know, get past the big guys in a major? Yeah. So um, the backstory with him is that he trains, I think, in Miami, um, and he. 
barely ever goes back to Japan because if he steps foot outside, he just gets mobbed because he's so famous. Um, but I think that mobbing is what his ego might need because if he, so I would just give him, um, I guess I would just, I would just, I would just give him a, I would just thrust him into the center of Tokyo um, without, any, Station. without any um, idea of where he is and then just force him to uh, navigate through his fawning fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a good one. What about, what about tennis? Like, what could he do to improve his game to get past the bigger guy? Is, there, is he just like athletically plateaued? Like, is there any way, is there any change he could make to his game that would get him past, like, Novak or Rafa in a match, in a major? Um, I'm just thinking, like, I, I still don't feel like he's as good as he was. Um, I just think, like, um, yeah, he, like, remember he used to just crush clay tournaments? Yeah. And, and uh, I think part of it's his game isn't quite as consistent as it used to, like his depth isn't, his, his ground strokes aren't. Um, and so just add add that like five miles an hour extra on his ground strokes. Um, and uh, yeah, cut the unforced errors. And I feel like that's just a lot easier said than done because everyone wants to do that. But I feel like he has it now. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, Isner, Isner, I would sort of, what I would give him is just, like, his Miami tournament in a bottle and that he could just sort of take from, like, drink it like a, like a golden elixir anytime he wants. So that he can have that form just everywhere. Yeah. I would get him cocaine. Because he just seems like mopey all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. I think, yeah, him on like cocaine or ecstasy or one of those might get him moving faster, hitting harder. Yeah, that's a good gift. Um, what about Kachanov? Um, he's he's like he was so fun to see like in person. He's um, I would get him an an eighties pair of short shorts so that people can so that he can so that it becomes like increasingly clear just how big his thighs are <laughs> yeah um what i would get him is i think of the players in the top 15 he's the one who could pull off the the like bull ring nose ring the best that like like indie people um wear sometimes yeah so yeah. I, I would get him one of those um chorich 
Short. Um, I always thought of George as George. older. He's 22, and Kachanov is like half a year older than him. I always thought of Kachanov as younger than George. Yeah, George has been around a while. Like he, he was he he hit the scene when he was 18, and then he had a little bit of a dip, and now he's back. Yeah. He's stronger than ever. Yeah, he he's um, a very he's I think strong is the right word because he seems like he's in very good shape. Um Yeah, I mean we we always I think every year we'll give someone a hot girlfriend and I think this is George's year because like he's he's young, he's 22, he's a good-looking guy. He's number 10, number tw- 12 in the world in tennis. Um, yeah, he should have a hot girlfriend. And I think also the world, um, the tennis watching world also deserves for him to have a hot girlfriend. Yeah, I think, um, I would, so one of the things that I I find remarkable is he's this young talent, um, who has like very few fanboys. And, um, so what I would do is have it be discovered two out of his four grandparents are actually Chinese because I feel like the Chinese are very, very good fans for those of Chinese heritage. Yeah. Like Jeremy Lin gets like mobbed by Chinese. Yeah. And Yao Ming made was the all-star starter in basketball his rookie year beating out like prime Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good gift. Um, Fabio Fognini, number 13 in the world. I would get him a Ferrari. Um, nothing yeah. so... He's he's the best Italian tennis player, at least that I've seen. So, uh, yeah. And he should be doing one of the best Italian things, which is driving a Ferrari. That's as far as I... That's as far as the logic goes. I think, I think he is the one who is... It is most um, improbable that he made the top 15, and it is most improbable that he will make it back to the top 15. So what I would give him is a frame for to frame this year's year-end ranking list. <laughs> yeah, I think this is his last year in the top 15. What about Kyle Edmund? Is he on the rise, or is he going to dip again next? Is, is his ranking going to be higher or lower next year? It's so hard to tell because he's young and good, but he's got clear flaws in his game and he's kind of slow. And there are so many other young people too. Um, I feel like he topped out this year. I think part of it was his Aussie open. Um, I doubt he'll be top 10 next year. Maybe he'll be top 20, but uh, it's probably like an even odds that he gets to this point. I would actually bet against him getting this point again. But um, I would probably get... Well, would you have a gift in mind for Kyle Edmund? Yeah, I would get him a scented candle so that he could light it with his hair. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I would get him... um, Uh, 
Um, so I'm trying to think, like, his tennis game is, like, the the drawback to him is that he's kind of clunky. Um, like, he's the kind of guy, he, he's, he's like a block. He, like, doesn't move, he doesn't change directions fast. When his feet are set, he can hit it really solid, but... Um, I would get him, um, I guess, a, uh, a, a, a week in the offseason with Richard Simmons. <laughs> he needs to be made more limber. <laughs> or Richard Gasquet. Um, yeah, that's a unique present. Uh, and rounding out our top 15 is Stefano Tsitsipas, and I think my favorite thing about him is that he's Greek. Um, and I think he needs, I mean, he milks it quite a bit, um, but to milk it even more, I think he could get a one-eyed dog named Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be, that would be awesome. I kind of want a one-eyed dog named Cyclops. <laughs> Um, have to be a big dog too. I mean, human bred dogs into existence, so I feel like that could be a bred. Um, but yeah, that's that's a very good gift. I think um, with him, so uh, I think his his standout feature is his hair. He's just got like very good long hair, and uh, my. Um, my gift to him would be, uh, I don't even know how to phrase this, but um, a, uh, permission, permission not to get a haircut for the next, for the next full year. Because I would love to see him just like, with, with just like. Back length hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would also give him just like. A foreknowledge or just like genetic insurance that he will never go bald because uh, it was like it's kind of sad to see Rafa like struggling to keep his uh, keep what he's got. And I think the, the, the most sad was Sampras, he was such a good looking guy, and then he went bald and he just wasn't pulling it off, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, but and, Stephanos is 19. He doesn't have to worry about this for at least another, like, five um, years. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about when he's, like, 29 or 30. Uh, the, the flip side is Rafter, who, who had glorious hair and still has it. Oh, uh, dude, Philippusis is still a high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, I think um, then I guess the stocking stuffer for Stephanos would be. Uh, I guess man bun man man bun specific hair ties <laughs> and just a uh, a sponsorship from the hair product of his choice. Yeah, I think that can be that's doable. Um, <laughs> is there are there any more gifts you'd like to give? Uh, let's see, gifts I'd like to give. Um, I'd like to give Jack Sock an apple. An apple? 
Yeah, I think this off season should be a much healthier one than last off season. Yeah, um, I'd like to give him Cole just because he was not a good boy this year. <laughs> um, what about Nick Kyrgios? I've got an idea. I would give him a new brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. um, Well, Sam Quarry's 51 in the world. That's a big drop. Um, Yeah, I think he was like last year's Fognini, who he's very talented and very good, but there's no way he should have been in the top. Like, he... He needed to be on like a career, uh, career sort of highlight kind of streak to make it to as high as he was last year. Yeah, I would definitely bet on him being ranked higher than he currently is at the end of next season. Yeah. Um. Cool. Who would you bet against being uh, ranked as high as they are? Um, Fognini. Is the other one you pinpointed? Basilishvili. Yeah. Um, Isner. I don't think he'll be 10 in the world again. Um, yeah, Isner peaked. Joe Simone is 30 in the world, and he's 34 years old. I think that might have been his last hoorah. Um, yeah. Same with Philip Kohlschreiber, who's 34 in the world and 35 years old. Um, yeah, those are those are my choices um, for people who are who who I'd take the under on. Yeah. Um, uh, anyways. Cool. Well, this do you, is. Do you think there'll be? I hope they appreciate their gifts this year. Yeah. Um, is there anyone who you think will just especially appreciate his gift? Or just think, find it useful, not like it, but find it useful at the end? I think it's a pass. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll go We'll go with it's a pass. I also think Schwartzman will begrudgingly wear his high heels, at least on the serve. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, one of those, like, or maybe just, like, one of those boxes, like, you know, in, like, medal ceremonies when you receive gold medals, like, maybe he can stand on one of those, like, uh, platforms during his serve and then jump off it quickly afterwards. Like a, like a swimming, like a swimming entry dive? Yeah, yeah, dive. like a swimming block, yeah. Yeah, I think George might like his Chinese fans too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Cool. All right, to our listeners, thanks again for listening, um, and happy holidays to those of you who celebrate Christmas. Merry Christmas, and to those of you who celebrate other holidays or no holidays at all, um, enjoy uh, your December. Um, all right, have a good one.